Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sit down. Sit down, my boy. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Sorry to make you come out to my home with those papers, but I did need them. That's all right, Mr. Church. Yeah, there they are. If you'll sign them, I'll take them back to the office in the morning. <laughs> very good, Paul. Very good. Nothing like having a conscientious assistant, huh? Thank you. <laughs> Have a smoke, boy. Have one here, right in this box. Oh, thank you. Wait a minute, I'll I'll light it for you. <laughs> there we are. Thank you, sir. I'm glad you came out, Paul. It's kind of lonesome out here in this big house with nobody to talk to except that bodyguard of mine. Yeah. <laughs> glad you came out, boy. Oh, thanks. Uh, I can't stay. I... Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> You should have seen your face. It's not so funny. You should have seen your face when that thing exploded. It was wonderful. Oh, you think so? It's an old gag, but yeah. it still works. That's the funniest thing I ever saw. Well, it wasn't to me. I don't think practical jokes are very funny. Oh, you don't, eh? No. Now, isn't that too bad? Maybe I don't think a lot of things are funny either. Like what's happening to the books in my office. What do you mean, sir? You know what I mean. I've been juggled around. There's been a lot of money taken from my business in the past six months, and I didn't take it. Oh, but Mr. Church, It I... had to be either you or Miss Kraft. But we won't go into that right now. Shake hands, boy, so we'll know there's no hard feelings about that little <laughs> explosion. Yeah. All right, sir. Good night. Good night. Oh, 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 what the... <laughs> the hand buzzer always gets him. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, come over again, Paul. Come over again. and Don't worry about that money you've taken from me. <laughs> I have plenty of time to do something about it. If I decide to... Stop that typing for a minute, Anne. Why, sure, I suppose so. Why? Well, now what? Anne, something's got to be done about the boss. Mm, sounds like melodrama. Now, please, listen. <laughs> What'll you bet nothing has to be done about the boss? That you and I are normal people, and that outside of the fact that Mr. Church is a little eccentric with his practical jokes, he's pretty normal, too. Look, it, it isn't anything to kid about. Darling, I'm completely serious. Look, you tell me what's wrong with this situation. You and I have good jobs, we're in love. 
At least you try to convince me that you're in love with me, and I'm quite sure I am with you. So what's wrong? Mr. Church knows that there's been money disappearing from his safe here in the office. He let me know he can send me to jail any time he likes. Paul, no. That's the way it is, Anne. Now, do you still think nothing has to be done about the boss? Well, do you? Well, I'm not sure. Anne. Anne, darling. Yes. You know how I feel about you. And, and nothing will happen to us, providing something does happen to Mr. Church. Good morning, Miss Deering. Why, Vance, you're in early. Good morning right back at you. I've got some typing to do, and there's nothing in the mail that would interest you. District Attorney Markham called? No, not yet. And Vance? Yes? I'm taking judo lessons. <laughs> what was that? Mm, you know, judo. It's the science of self-defense where the frailest woman can successfully defend herself against the strongest man. <laughs> Said that in the book. The theory being that leverage applied correctly can overcome muscular strength. Well, that's almost exactly <laughs> what the instructor told us last night. Here, let me show you. All right. Now, look, you're a hold-up man. You sneak up and back up. Do you me. mind if I take off my hat first? You're a hold-up man, not a gentleman. Very well, the hat stays on. Now, what do I do? You're a hold-up man, and you're in back of me, but I don't know you're there, you see? Now, come on. Stick him up! Oh, you scared me. <laughs> <laughs> Guess that's the general idea, though, isn't it? <laughs> now, I'm supposed to kick back with my heel and get you in the ankle. Oh, Vance. Yes? I guess I forgot to mention. You're supposed to stand still. <laughs> I'm sorry. What happens if the hold-up man doesn't stand still? Well, I, I guess I'll find that out in my second lesson. <laughs> Eventually, I throw him over my shoulder, though. Not bad, hmm? Not bad, except for the hold-up man. Oh, him. Who cares about him? <laughs> Never mind, Ellen. I'll get it myself. Come to think of it, I must remember to ask my instructor what does happen in case I <laughs> Hello. Vance Markham. Hello, my friend. Any nice, fresh murders at the district attorney's office needing a first-class solution? Not at the moment. Anything doing at your place? Ellen was just trying to throw me over her shoulder. Well, things are pretty... She was trying to do what? She's practicing judo. In case a hold-up man sneaks up in back of her, she wants to be able to defend herself and her worldly possessions, which at the moment consist mainly of a wristwatch. <laughs> How is she doing with her judo? If a hold-up man gets near her tonight when she gets home, somebody'd better tell her the time. <laughs> Not too good, eh? Well, Vance, there is a little excitement down here, but nothing of importance, pretty much routine. Do you ever hear of Sidney Church? I think so. Practical joker, very wealthy, semi-retired. That's the man. Mm -hmm. He called to say he suspected his assistant, Paul Wilson, of systematically robbing him. Intends to file a formal complaint soon, he says. Nice of him to warn you. I'll call you later and see how you're fixed for lunch. Good enough. So long, Vance. Goodbye. Vance, I know what I did wrong. I've got a lot, lot of work to do, but as soon as I'm finished, let's uh, try that hold-up thing again. Hmm? <laughs> if you like, Ellen. I'll look forward to being thrown over backwards. Fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I got to try this again. Oh, yes, yes, do, do. Now, all anybody does is sit down on this cushion. Yes, that's right. Like this. 
<laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> oh, will I have fun with this? <laughs> no, I, I thought you'd like it, Mr. Church. I originated it. You did? <laughs> well, all I can say is that you're a genius. A oh, genius, Mr. Williams. Mr. I, Church, I, I've oh. never seen anything quite like this. Well, now, I, I bet you never heard anything like it either. <laughs> you, you really like it? Oh, it's just what I always wanted. <laughs> well, splendid, splendid. Now, now, let me see if I know how to operate. Oh, it's very simple. Uh, you load it with... Uh, Blank cartridges right here. Yes, that's right. Bottom of the seat. Mm-hmm. And then when uh, somebody sits on it, boom! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Williams, that's beats you. I'm so glad it you like it. beats the hand buzzer, the itching powder, the, the dribble glass, everything. <laughs> oh, well, you've, you've made me so happy, Mr. Church. I, I, I want you to know that. I'll keep working on new things for you. I, I've got an idea for a gimmick that... Oh, oh, what was that? I'm sorry. Oh, for heaven's sake. I guess I just can't help being clumsy. What are you doing in here, Terry? Well, I'm your bodyguard, ain't I, gee whiz? I I heard shots in here, so I took out my gun and came in nice and quiet, only I tripped over the rug and my gun went off. Fine bodyguard. Well, Oh, um, Terry. Uh, Yes, sir, Mr. Church. Come over here a minute, will you? Oh, okay. (laughs) Right here, next to me. That's right. Oh, gee whiz, you're not sore at me. <laughs> Imagine, he thinks I'm angry at him, Mr. Williams. <laughs> it's a mansion. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be mad. Sit right down, Terry. <laughs> right there. You're Mr. Church, if you say so. One shot. One shot, I'll kill him. Terry, you're wonderful. Mr. Williams, you're wonderful. Oh, now, Mr. And this Church. new device of yours, it's wonderful. Well, thank you, thank you. I haven't had such fun in years. <laughs> and I won't have as much fun again <laughs> until I send Paul Wilson to prison. <laughs> Williams Novelty Shop. Uh, Mr. Williams speaking. All right. This is Church, Williams. Oh, uh, yes. That pillar you sold me, huh? The one that fires a blank cartridge when somebody sits on it? Oh, yes, yes, Mr. Church. Well, it's in my safe now with the rest of my little uh, entertainment devices. I see. But I want three more. Oh. I'm, uh going to give a dinner party, and I want three more. Uh, well, 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 when is your party, Mr. Church? When? As soon as you have the pillars ready, of course. Oh, excuse me a minute. Uh, yes, of course. I have company. Well, what are you doing here? No, no. Mr. Church. Mr. Church, Mr. Church. Where's Vance? Oh, come on in. Thank you. The boss is at the barber's. What's up? Uh, that Mr. Church I told him about on the telephone. Mm-hmm. The one that was going to have his assistant, Paul Wilson, indicted for grand larceny. Yes, I overheard your conversation. What about Mr. Church? There's very little about him right now. He's dead, been shot. Shot? Somebody came into his house an hour or so ago, killed him, and robbed his safe, which was open. Uh-oh. Golly, this church individual was quite a character, wasn't he? He certainly was. Always teasing people with flowers that shoot water and stuff like that? Yes. We know, of course, the church believed Paul Wilson was stealing from him, and Wilson knew the church was in contact with me. There's nothing at the house, however, to indicate who fired the shot into our eccentric friend. Well, Vance will find something. 
Doesn't he always? Invariably. I'm going down to the barbers to pick him up, and after that, our first stop is going to be Paul Wilson's apartment. A completely logical move, Markham. It would be the first thing I'd do. Wilson is your number one suspect, believe me. I think so, too, Vance. That's the reason I wanted you with me when I came to call on him. Uh, this is his apartment right here, the landlady said. Did you hear that, Markham? Yes. Somebody in this apartment's hurt. We've got to get in there. It wasn't locked. Well, come on in. The light switch, Vance. Should be alongside the door somewhere. Vance! That boy's hurt pretty badly. Is he Wilson? I don't know, probably. Wilson, who shot you? We better get this boy to a hospital. Better call Markham. Phone's over there. Right. I have an idea about this shooting, though, Vance. It'll hold, won't it, Markham? Yes, I think so. All right, now, Wilson. Come on now. It'll be all right. Operator. This is District Attorney Markham. Send an ambulance to apartment 35 at the Dolan Arms right away. I'll take care of it, sir. How is he, Vance? Any sign of being able to talk to us? None that I can see. The bullet went in and out of his shoulder as near as I can make out. I fixed a temporary bandage that ought to hold until the ambulance gets here. Well, this complicates our case, don't you think? Maybe. Only I have a completely different idea. I think Wilson here killed Sidney Church, then came back here to his apartment and tried to commit suicide. By shooting himself in the shoulder? All right, then. He tried to make it look as if he was shot by whoever it was that killed Church. He didn't want us to suspect him, so he rigged this little production. You think that? Certainly. We'll probably find the gun downstairs in the alley where he threw it out the window. I don't care whether he tried to kill himself or whether he tried to make it look as if somebody else was trying to kill him. In either case, he was looking for an out after shooting Sidney Church. He's guilty. That, of course, is very possible, Markham. Uh-huh. It doesn't make me feel a bit better to say this to you, but I don't agree with that at all. District Attorney Markham. The Church murder case opened with the shooting of Sidney Church, wealthy practical joker who had previously reported to me that he suspected an employee, Paul Wilson, of stealing from him. Vance and I found Wilson shot, and although I'm convinced that the wound was self-inflicted, Vance thinks otherwise. Vance and I are in the hospital room now, trying to get the truth out of Wilson. We've kept information about this from the newspapers... All right, Wilson, suppose you tell Vance and me now. Who shot you? I... I can't. I don't know who did it. I never saw him. That doesn't sound very logical. I don't care how it sounds. I was sitting with my back to the door. I I heard it open. I started to turn around, and before I could see who it was, I was shot, and I must have passed out. There must have been a silencer on the gun. It didn't sound like a shot. In that case, Markham, we'll know if he's telling the truth when the medical examiner gives you his report. The bullet went in the back of the shoulder and out the front. I think we can assume that Wilson couldn't have shot himself. Maybe we can and maybe we can't. It all depends on the angle of the bullet. Mm, that, of course, is true. Wilson. Yeah. You were stealing from Mr. Church. He knew about it. You believed he was about to report you to me. You broke into his house, killed him, and robbed his safe, didn't you? Please, Mr. Martin. Please leave me alone. My shoulder's pretty bad. It hurts. You have been to Mr. Wilson's home. Yes, yes, I have. Not to kill him. Now leave me alone, will you? Let's go, Vance. I won't need a police guard outside this hospital door. When our friend Mr. Wilson feels like talking, he'll let the nurse know and we'll come back. You'll come back, Markham. 
I doubt whether it will be necessary for me to come here again. How are we supposed to act when we talk to a landlady? I don't know, Ellen. I guarantee one thing. You are not to try to throw her over your shoulder. Promise? Sure. Chances are with my luck that the landlady is taking two judo lessons. You know where I'll wind up. I don't know where, just how. <laughs> well, Ellen, let's see what she can tell us about her tenant, the slightly shut-up Mr. Paul Wilson. Maybe she has an extra apartment she'd like to lease. Markham has his way. She's going to have one. Paul Wilson's. Yeah, what is it? I... If you're selling anything, I don't want any. No. You want to rent an apartment, I ain't got any. If you just want to waste time, I don't have any. How do you do? My name is... Philo Vance. You don't say. Well, I can't use any of that either. What do you two want? We want to know something about Paul Wilson. Paul Wilson? Oh, that's fine. He's in my place two days and gets himself shot. Go see his girlfriend, Ann Craft. She lives right next door. If anybody ought to know anything about him, she should. Uh, you say Paul Wilson only lived here two days when he was shot. That's what I said, ain't it? What's the matter? You hearing bad, dearie? Oh, really? Two days ago, he took the apartment. He and this Craft girl were going to be married, and that's all I know. Good day. Thank you, Mrs. Smith. Ooh. Now, there's a character to try my judo on. You'd better go home and practice, Ellen. I'm going to call on Miss Kraft. Will you call me and let me know what happens? Yes, I will. Well, in that case, don't think it hasn't been charming. <laughs> See you later, Vance. Yes? I'm Philo Vance. May I come in? Well, yes, I suppose so. What is it you want? I want to talk to you about your fiancé, Paul Wilson. <laughs> Don't mention his name to me. I never want to see him again. We had an appointment last night and never kept it. He hasn't been in his apartment all night. He couldn't very well be. He's in the hospital. Oh, no. He's been shot. What? Where? What hospital? What happened to him? Tell me what happened to Paul. I'll get my hat and coat. Please tell me what happened while I get them. We don't know. Oh. That closet door stuck? I'll help you with no, it. No, no, no. Never mind. I can get it. There. Please, I... Sorry. Mr. Vance, tell me what happened to Paul and where he is. He's in the Baker Hospital, and he's not hurt badly. Oh, thank goodness. If you want to know anything, come back some other time. Please, Mr. Vance, not now. I've got to get to Paul. Well, gee whiz, Mr. Wilson, if you say so, okay, but you sure you know what you're doing? Of course I know, Terry. And you and I have to stick together, don't we? Yeah, we... We both used to work for Mr. Church, didn't we? Yeah, we worked for Mr. Church. Hand me that glass of water, will you? Yes, yeah, sure, sure. Here we are. Gee whiz, I'm sorry. Oh, what did you do now? Oh, I guess I'm just clumsy. That, that's why I decided to be a bodyguard. Nobody cares how clumsy a bodyguard is. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, Mr. Wilson, do you know what you're doing? Of course I Well, do. I mean, after all, you were shot and everything, and you could be a little touched, you know. I'm not. I'm not. Now, take this money... That's all I have. Thousand dollars. Thousand dollars? I kept it under my pillow for safekeeping. I'm glad now that I did. Take it, Terry. It's yours. Well, gee whiz, okay. You know, I, I couldn't figure out what you wanted when you called me on the telephone, but gee whiz, if it was to give me a grand call again, will you, Mr. Wilson? Yeah, yeah. Now you understand what you're supposed to do. Oh, sure, sure. Just not say nothing about seeing nobody around the house just before Mr. Church was killed. That's right. You can trust me, Mr. Wilson. Well, so long, I've got to get... What's the matter with you? I think I knocked over the thermometer. Yeah. You see what I told you? I can't have oh. it. Oh, what happened to you? Anne, who told you I was here? 
The district attorney wouldn't let anybody know, and I didn't I didn't call you because I didn't I didn't want to worry. Oh, never mind that. How do you feel? I, I'll live. All right, Terry, that's all. Oh, who's he? Uh, nobody. So long, Terry. Oh, yeah. Gee whiz, yeah. So long. Uh, g- goodbye, miss. N- nice to have met you. Uh, some other time, maybe. Oh, Paul. Paul, what's happened? No, Anne. First, Mr. Church was killed, and then nobody could find you. I know, I know. What is all this? It's what you and I decided, isn't it, Anne? Well, I... If nothing was going to happen to us, something had to happen to Mr. Church, didn't it? <laughs> I don't care if your name is Philo Vance or anything else. Nobody can come in here and talk tough to me. Terry, I want to know where you got the money to buy those new clothes. Now, tell me. I found it. Now, get out of here before I throw you out. Terry, listen to me. You were Mr. Church's bodyguard. You decided I guess that... you want me to throw you out of here. Well, you ready to get tossed out? Hardly. Okay, you had your chance. Now, see how you like this. <clears throat> Not you. very much. Now, it's your... Look Gee whiz, I, I ain't even a very good as a bodyguard for myself. Yeah, let me help you up. All right, come on. There we are. Yeah. Now, look, Terry. I came here to talk to you. I found you with an armful of new clothes and a lot of money lying around. You're almost $600 I got left. From what? Well, from the thousand that Paul Wilson gave me, so I shouldn't say I saw nobody around the joint when Mr. Church got killed. It was all the dough he had, too. <laughs> Kind of stupid it was. Stupid? Why? Well, because what could I tell anybody? I didn't see nobody around the house, not a soul. As far as I know, Mr. Church could have dropped dead. And you know, Mr. Vance, from what people say with his practical jokes and all, that wouldn't have been such a bad idea. This safe here in the church house interests you, Vance? Very much, Markham. That's why I asked your permission to see it. If it's not locked, go ahead and open it if you want. It contains a lot of the tricks church used to like to play on people. Also, a lot of money. As we understand it, there was a lot of money, but not when we found it. Whoever killed church took that. Or are you going to dispute that point, too? No, I'm inclined to agree with it. Good. Hmm. What's this? Supreme itching powder. <laughs> Is that funny? Not to me. Nor those dribble glasses, either. Nor that handshake buzzer over there. (laughs) Church wasn't murdered. He just gimmicked himself to death. What? Oh, don't take me seriously, Markham. What would you say this was? Uh, That's the tin box where Church kept his money. Really? I... (coughs) Bless you. Thank you. Apparently, our dead friend used sneezing powder in his lighter moments. Yes. Hilarious hobby, don't you think? I'm not thinking anything except that you asked me not to arrest Paul Wilson. And we haven't found any other suspect to take his place. You mean you want to know who killed Sidney Church? I most definitely do. I can tell you that. Good. I can also tell you where to find the rest of the money that was here, I think. After you send Sergeant Heath to pick up Wilson's girlfriend, Anne Kraft, for murder. Everything that goes on in here, Ellen, please. Leave it to me, Vance. I'll do it. Good. Go ahead, Paul. You were talking to Miss Kraft. All I wanted to know is why she did it. Why did you do it, Anne? 
You think I wanted to go to jail for stealing from the company? But you wouldn't have gone to jail, Anna. I was protecting you. I'm doing quite a good job of it, too, Miss Kraft, if I may say so. Who cares what you say, Vance? This stupid guy tried to spoil everything. You shot him, didn't you? Sure. I'll tell you everything now. You, you found the money I took from Church's apartment in my closet. What's the good of holding out? Yeah, I killed Church. And I... I shot Paul. I, I knew you'd shot me, Anne, but I, I still loved you. I still wouldn't have told. Told what? That it was I who was stealing from the office. Church figured it was Paul. I think my boyfriend would have taken the rap for me, but I didn't want it that way. I saw how I could get rid of him, grab myself some money, and be in the clear. You you really wanted to kill me, then? Sure. What are you, a bargain? Oh, and you poor kid. I meant to kill you in your room, put the gun in your hand, and make it look like suicide. When I didn't want you to see me, when you started to turn around, I, I shot. How was I to know you were so in love with me you'd never talk? I, I, I told you that, didn't I? Yeah, you told me. Guys say a lot of things. But I meant that. Look, Vance, how did you know I did it? If you really want to know why I knew you were the killer, we've got to go back to your apartment. For what? To look in your closet, where the police found the money from Church's safe. Once I knew you'd taken it, I knew you were the murderer. All right, but how did you know? I'm entitled to know that. Church kept sneezing powder in the box where he kept his money. When you opened your closet door yesterday to get your coat, remember, you sneezed. So that's what it was. That's what it was. When I saw Church's safe later, did a little sneezing myself when the powder got into my nostrils, I realized what must have made you sneeze. It was the money that had been lying in the safe next to the sneezing powder which you had hidden in your closet. <laughs> Fine thing. Old man Church still playing practical jokes after he's dead. I think maybe I'm going to have the last laugh. I think I can make a break for it right Ellen, now. Ellen, stop her. You're nearest the door. Where do you think you're Let going? Let me alone. Oh, oh look, Vance, I did it. I did it with my little Juno. Look, look at her lying on the floor. I must have knocked the wind out of her. Oh, you most certainly did, Ellen. Well, I did. I guess it's time we turned this young lady over to Mr. Markham. I don't think she knew what she was getting herself into when she started stealing from her employer in the beginning. All I know is that we're at the end of the church murder case. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.